0: If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups. And then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on, you know, things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So, yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings... They're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're gonna start out as we have been doing since I've actually got people's names to say now. I wanna give a quick shout out, say thank you to my supporters. Josh, Jake, b Word, and Iceman through Patreon, and Jason and Miss Aaron through Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you guys. I appreciate the support. It means a lot to me that you guys, you know, feel the need to support me and or the desire to support me. Whatever. I don't need might be a strong word, but Anyway, it means a lot to me. It really does. So, thank you guys. I appreciate it, and hopefully, I'll keep putting out stuff that you guys want to keep hearing. Um, as always, you can go to the, if you want to get your name mentioned by me too. Go to the Patreon, sign up. Go to Buy Me a Coffee. Links are available on the website. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes to the website. Um, if you're new here, welcome. <laughs> yeah, this is all pretty much all the plugging I'm going to do. Go to the website. There's merch. There's links. There's Ways to support the show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's done. It's out of the way. Thank you. So we're going to start off this week with a. I haven't done a recommendation in a while, so I'm going to do a recommendation. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel for you guys to go check out. The YouTube channel is JT Guns Late Night with Cap. Uh, JT Guns a guy I met through you know social networking, podcasting community, yada yada yada. Um, his show is pretty entertaining. He does. Um, he's got little different segments on there. He has guests on. They, he's got a thing where he does, uh, bad graphic designs where he analyzes bad graphic designs and they, you know, point the things out that are wrong with them, poke fun at them. Anyway, it's, it's a good show. Uh, there's good rapport, good, good people he interacts with, good community. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool show. So, uh, that's, uh, my plug for this week. He's kind of, kind of new to things, you know, I mean, not new, 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 but he's um uh, it's a it's a smaller channel a younger younger show and uh yeah we're so we're gonna try and throw some support behind him so if you've got a few minutes, head over there check out a few of the clips he's got some shorts he's got some like full length episodes uh interacts with people because he does the episodes live and then there's you know people in the chat and stuff it it's a good time you should go check it out so once again that's uh j t gun and late night with cap and there will be a link in the show notes to the channel so anyway, down to the uh the part of the show where I kind of grouse about things and speak my mind and talk about things that have been you know running through my mind lately, and there's a lot of things going on these days, and it's not i s- i've sp- I spent a lot of episodes pissing and moaning about politicians and the state of the world in general, and that's not gonna change anytime soon uh as long as you know things still stay where we can bitch i'm I but I feel like I might have given sort of a wrong impression there i I complain about politics a lot because I feel like it's impacting the important things in life because it's everywhere. it's kind of ubiquitous it's It's all throughout everything we have to deal with is impacted by these parasitic assholes. Oh by the way, if this is your first episode yeah i'm I'm no fan of politicians in general. I think the system's broken, it needs a reboot, it needs to be set up better with rules like you cannot become a career politician. You only get paid while you're in office, and when you're out of office, you're off the dole. No lifetime retirement funds, no lifetime benefits, no lifetime insurance. Once you're done serving your term and you can't be a politician anymore, you got to get out there and earn your fucking keep like the rest of us. Because, you know, they'd be a little less inclined to be such horrible shitheads when it comes to how they spend our money and how they try and rule our country if they were actually impacted by the laws they make. But as long as it's set up with this one law for thee and another for me bullshit, it's not going to get any better. But I really don't want to harp on that overly much, um, just to kind of bring things up to speed where we're at when the recording of this episode, uh, things in the Ukraine are still fucking ridiculous. Things in the United States are still fucking ridiculous. Uh, things are edging ever closer into the potential where World War Three may actually happen, and A lot of people were saying, oh, it's just it's just a small skirmish and it's just this is just that. And at one point that may have been true. But thanks to the U.S. sending billions of dollars pretty much on a weekly basis at this point over there. And anybody who says that's legitimate, like the Ukraine admitted they can only account for like something like 30 percent of the money that's been sent there by the U.S. You know, billions of dollars unaccounted for. They don't know where it fucking is. They can't tell anybody where it is. But we keep sending them more taxpayer dollars. Meanwhile, the United States, Florida's getting fucked up by a hurricane that those billions of dollars that are being sent to the Ukraine could have been really helpful fixing all the shit going on down there. But, you know, that's a whole different kettle of fish. And you have got the vice president who's caught on tape pandering harder than ever, telling people that the hurricane allocation funds were going to be doled out first to people of color and to women. You know, so if you're a white male, you're fucked because the storm fucked your house up and you're the wrong thing. Now, immediately after she got done making these asinine pandering statements, the White House pretty much backpedaled it and FEMA already said, no, these funds are already allocated. It has nothing to do with race or gender. And um, it's it's a whole fucking thing. But yeah, so like has been happening pretty much throughout the entire course of this administration, the official stances had to backpedal the statements made by the people that are supposedly the authority figures. They have to backpedal from Sleepy Joe, they got to pe- backpedal from fucking Kamala, and nobody seems to have a problem with this out of that side of things. Nobody in that Democratic Party is calling out the constant missteps and the fuck-ups that are being made by the their supposed leaders. And we've got just utter ridiculousness coming. There's so many so many things here, and people are trying to defend, like, Biden's missteps by saying, oh, well, older people have to deal with, you know, cognitive issues and da-da-da-da. And it's all, like, they're trying to say it as a defense. It's a prime example of why the motherfucker shouldn't be in office. There should be age limits for these things, because after you reach a certain point, you are no longer cognitive and capable. It's just the truth of the matter. But anyway, I'm getting myself distracted from the things that... uh, just by being irritated with the, how these people are still in a position of, that they're able to be such a threat to the rest of us. you know, This fact that we have a shambling, incompetent senior citizen and someone who can't speak straight and doesn't understand what her job actually is, supposedly is two of the highest positions in this country's government. It's uh, nauseating, but then there are bigger issues going on. Like uh, recently, the pipelines that supplies natural gas from Russia to the rest of Europe, basically an underwater pipeline, all of a sudden burst. And you know, coincidental? Oh my God! And this is something that Biden talked about months ago, where if things got escalated, there wasn't going to be a pipeline. So, it in you know hindsight, it looks really bad. Like the U. S. might have gotten involved in foreign affairs where we should not be getting involved. And if it comes out that we were involved, I honestly swear, I hope every single person in this administration who had anything to do with it is brought up on war crimes. Because it's an illegal act and they shouldn't have had anything to fucking do with it because it's not our fight. It's already a proxy war between the U.S. and Russia, which, I don't know, maybe Sleepy Joe thinks we're back in 1984 and we're still fighting the fucking Cold War. But this ignorant son of a bitch is going to kick off World War III. One of the things Putin said when this whole aggression started was his problem was NATO being on his doorstep and having their weapons too close to his country. And what do these dumb bastards do? They extend an offer of they want the Ukraine to be part of NATO. That is exactly the thing he said was not going to fucking happen. And if it did happen, it was going to lead to war. So problematic at best, you know. (laughs) downright terrifying depending on how these next few days play out and then depending on if you're believing these things or not there's actually reports that one of russia's most advanced submarines carrying their most advanced weaponry is no longer in the berth in the antarctic where it normally operates out of it's gone they don't know where it is it disappeared it has it and it supposedly has their experimental prototype doomsday weapon on board and they Current theory is they're going out to test it out. Now, this theoretical doomsday weapon is purportedly an underwater drone designed to be detonated like a mile off the coast of whatever the target is, which will send a tsunami of radioactive water onto the shore because it's a nuclear deterrent. It's a doomsday fucking weapon. And theoretically, they're going out and testing this somewhere now. Now, I don't know how much I believe that or not because I haven't made a point of tracking military maneuvers and hardware over the last couple of decades. So I don't know how valid this report actually is. It could be fear mongering. It could be a legitimate leaked report. I don't know. But it concerns me. The state of the affairs in this thing is kind of terrifying, realistically. And the fact that it's gotten to this point, due in large part to a bunch of warmongering assholes who want to flex how tough they are and try and intimidate people so it's meh i mean i have no faith in in these assholes running the show the people in this country are so brainwashed into believing it has to be a choice of a or b they all think it's a two-party system and those are the only fucking options and they buy into it and they feed into it and the system's corrupt it's fucked but I still live here. I still want to live a good life. I still want to live the best life I can until these assholes manage to you know, get their dicks and their egos in check and realize they're not fighting these things themselves. They have no right to be putting us in the position of sending this country's young men and women to die. Or any other country shouldn't be doing that either. That's not leadership. That's fucking stupid. In today's day and age, there is no fucking valid reason for for this kind of shit to be going on other than egos and greed. And it is what it is. If you're more conspiratorially minded, this is the next step in the new world order. They're going to take us to the brink of, uh, of a planetary holocaust and then say, oh no, we're going to save things. We're going to intervene, but everybody's got to be, you know, bow the knee and accept loyalty to us. And this is the only way this can work. And, well, you know, it could be. Now, personally, I've given up a long time ago on the system ever remedying the problems that it creates. It's that's not how it works. These people, they're not even subtle about it anymore. They're not even trying to make it look like anything else. They create problems and then they want credit for kind of fixing them. Nothing ever gets fully fixed. It gets partially addressed. It's like the gas rate, the gas prices jump up two, three dollars a gallon plus, and then it drops 80 cents and they want credit. Oh, look what we did. We fixed the gas rate. No, you motherfucker, you created the problem in the first place, and now you Didn't even put it back to what it was before you started fucking with it. You don't get credit for fixing things. It's utterly ridiculous. So if you want to better your own circumstances, if you want to make a situation better, you can't wait for somebody else to come along and save you. You got to take control of your own life. You got to take responsibility for your own life. You have to start getting in a place where you can prepare yourself to be better off than you are today. You have to better yourself in whatever ways you can learn skills, learn new assets, start your own business, be your own boss. I mean, these things, they sound big, they sound intimidating. They sound like, oh my God, this is scary because it is, you have to take responsibility for the outcome. That's the only way you're going to have any control over things is if you are willing to take the risk and take the responsibility. That's how you reap the rewards. That's how the world works. That's the natural order of things. All this other fostered fake bullshit where everybody gets a trophy and everybody deserves to have happy results. That is not organic. It's not natural. That's why it doesn't fucking work. That's why no matter how hard you try and force it, it never clicks. It never sticks. It never stays because it's not true. It's not an organic, natural, naturally occurring thing. It's not the truth. So as long as you're walking around with this mindset of, Somebody else has got to fix my situation for me. Somebody else is responsible for my happiness. Somebody else is responsible for my life being what I want it to be. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be successful. You're never going to be what you want to be. Nobody is going to come along and hand you what you think you fucking deserve. And I've talked about it before, that there are so many ways to deal with this. There are so many aspects of how you can make your life better. And the overhead required to start it, the capital you need to get yourself where you want to be is, realistically, it's pretty minimal, particularly in today's day and age. As long as we still have the power on, unless you live in California, in which case one of these days where you have power, uh, make a point of downloading some stuff and printing it out so you can read it when when your power's out due to rolling blackouts, or brownouts, whatever they're trying to pass it off as, because, let's face it, your guys' grid is fucked. I'm sorry. If you're stuck there, if you live there, if you want to be there for whatever reason, Yeah, I'm sorry. That's in the cards for you. There's a reason your governor is basically begging Hollywood to come back and failing. There's a reason why they have to launch smear campaigns against other states because people are leaving in droves. And for some odd reason, people are still going there where crime is running rampant. Quality of life is either you're either doing great or you're doing shitty from what I can tell. I mean, I could be wrong and feel free to feel free to correct me, but it seems like those are pretty much the two ends of the spectrum. Homeless people are fucking thrilled because they get what they get free shit from the government. They get free money. They can steal whatever they want. They can live wherever they want. And rich people are fine because they're in gated communities and they don't actually exist within the real world. So fuck them. It doesn't impact them. But as from what I can tell, your middle of middle class middle of the road blue collar motherfuckers are just being squeezed out there. Businesses are leaving. Jobs are leaving. Money's leaving. Companies are leaving. There's no no real reason for a lot of people to stay when their quality of their life is going to shit and they're being taxed out the ass, They being told they have to drive electric cars and they're not going to be able to charge their electric cars. People said that as a joke and as a meme, and it became true before the end of the summer. And then they're telling you you got to have smart meters and you got to have smart thermostats and they're controlling the temperatures in your house. That's not living a free life. That's not living as an American. That's not what the United States was meant to be. You're supposed to be the captain of your own destiny. You're supposed to be the one who decides your quality of life. And they don't want that for you. They want you under thumb, under foot, and doing what you're told. So the only way you can do that is you need to get yourself elevated. You need to do the work to reap the rewards. You need to put in the work. There is no reason why, if you have the motivation to better your lot in life, you can't do it these days. You can find work. You can find education online for free. There is literally millions of YouTube videos out there, probably hundreds of millions at this point, that will teach you every conceivable thing you need to know. It's ridiculous the amount of stuff you can find online these days. And a lot of those videos, yeah, you got to watch an ad to see them or something like that, but it's no worse than the brain draining bullshit you watch on TV that's got commercials plugged in it. And even with streaming, they're back to sticking commercials in that now, too, because they realized they were losing revenue. Advertisers went to them and said, hey, yeah, we know you're running a subscription service, but you get that extra money and nobody's going to turn down money. That's that's why traditional advertising budgets are not working the way it used to be. There's and I'm again, I'm not a finance guy. I just call it how I see it. There's a reason now you can't watch a half hour YouTube video without seeing 37 frickin ads. It's because somebody came to him with a check and said, hey, guess what? We're going to pay you for this. And they went, hey, that's a great idea. We can stick more of these in here. And at some point, it's going to get to the point where it's going to be like television, where it's going to be a half hour program is only 22 minutes long because there's eight minutes of fucking commercials in there or even more. Who knows? They, They own the platform. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. And yeah, right now you can pay to remove ads, but at some point it's going to be you're going to have to pay just to watch and then if you want to remove the ads it's going to be more or they're not going to have the option to remove ads anymore. That it's it's it goes in cycles. The world moves in circles a lot of times, but but I digress. The point is, what you need to do is find something you enjoy, find something you're passionate about, find something you like, find something that makes you happy, and then find a way to fucking monetize it. Particularly with inflation robbing us literally every day. Middle class is being expensed out of existence. Um, The taxes are going to keep going up because reckless government spending needs to get money from somewhere. That's just the government doesn't earn shit. They take it from the rest of us. So the more they give away, the more money they send across the oceans to other countries, the more money they spend on their own bullshit, the more money they give themselves raises with, Every single penny of that comes out of our pockets. And in case you haven't noticed, it's not like they're cutting spending anywhere. So you need to work harder to get more of the money that is worth less on a daily basis at this point. If you ever want to get in a position where you're going to be able to have some breathing room. If you're like me, I i mean, I generally assume anybody that's listening to the show is probably a middle class or, or broke. You know, let's you know, working class, broke ass individuals. I don't think I would appeal to people with a lot of money very much. That's just me. I mean, you never know. Maybe there's some more down-to-earth rich people out there that would appreciate what I'm saying. If you are a down-to-earth rich person and you appreciate what I'm saying, it would be fantastic. You could reach out to me through any of the links on my website, help a brother out, sponsor me, get me a studio setup, get me some advertising revenue, get me something. Because i I'm thirsty, too. You know, I got a good job. I make a decent living. I could always use more. I would love to be able to buy things for my family without having to worry about, well, you know, I got to make sure all the bills are paid this month first. I would love to be able to buy my kids stuff. I would love to be able to buy my wife stuff. I'd love to be able to buy my dog stuff, my cat stuff. I'd love to be able to buy me something once in a while without having to really, really weigh the options out. But I'm not in that position. Not yet, anyway. I do have some side hustle things going on. Um, I, <laughs> You guys have noticed I'm going to be bringing back some more cooking segments. And uh, I did sign up to be an affiliate uh, with Amazon for just somebody recommended to me. It was a good idea. I said, you know what, that's a good point. And they said, well, you talk about food stuff sometimes when you do that. Put the ingredients in there with affiliate links in case somebody needs something that they don't have. And they can get it from Amazon cheap and you get it. You know, I mean, it's not like I'd get a huge kickback, but I want to be completely honest about why I'm doing something. So if I tell you guys there's affiliate links and you buy something through here, that's awesome. That's a way you can help me out with the spending money you would have spent anyway. You're not going to pay any more to buy it through the affiliate link, but I get a few cents for you know referring you, which would be awesome. But that's for down the line. That's not happening today. So, yeah, go out there, go online, learn some skills, market some skills, pick up some skills, sign up for gig work or shift work. Or there is all kinds of stuff where you can do work as a contractor without having to even ever actually meet the client these days. The Internet's a wonderful thing in terms of that stuff. Go up, sign, get a Fiverr account, get, get a shift gig account, anything. Pick up some random piece work here and there doing little stuff. Uh, audio editing, video editing, artwork, voiceover work, copywriting. There are tons of things out there you can do without ever leaving your home, in your spare time, a few hours here and there, and make some extra money. And then here's the key of that either if you if you if you're like me and you don't really know much about investing, find somebody that does know about investing, pick their brain, learn something from them find find a podcast that uh, talks about these things. find blogs and websites. there's a metric ass load of free stuff out there that you, uh, and if you ha- get yourself in a position where you have the capital and you find people who offer these services. I mean, obviously vet them, but if you can scrounge together the money to get some help and some guidance to help turn your pennies into nickels and your nickels into dollars, do it. You have to invest. You have to. I mean, it's a kind of a cliche, but to a certain extent, you're going to have to spend some money to make some money. I mean, not maybe necessarily initial capital, but after a certain point, you can only do so much for nothing, you know. And your time, your your blood, sweat, and tears that that is a currency too. You're trading that every day. Your paychecks are. They're buying your time. What you do with your own time that you're not getting paid for, if you want to make your life better, maybe you need to be getting paid directly for that instead of having two or three jobs. Find some stuff you can do on the side. Little side hustle things are kind of the key to getting started. And that works great as long as we still have some sort of civilization and structure. Now, granted, some big stupid world war pops off, things go sideways. This may all be kind of a moot point. So on the other side of that coin where I'm talking about building your independence building your your personal wealth building your liberty building your freedom building your choices giving yourself the options and the freedom that we're supposed to have as Americans. I mean a lot of people seem to have forgotten that. They've forgotten that their, you know, feelings don't eclipse your rights and things like that. Things that are supposed to be fundamental to who we are, you know, the ability to say I don't have to like what you're doing but you're still allowed to do it. We forgot that's how this country's supposed to work. I mean, within reason, of course, you can't... As long as you're not hurting anybody else, what you're doing shouldn't fucking matter to anybody but you. As long as you're, again, not harming anybody else. You should be allowed to do pretty much whatever the hell you want as long as it's not at the expense of another person. But, you know, let's say things might go sideways. It would not be a bad idea maybe to get a little bit prepared. I mean, I'm not saying... Honestly, there are people out there that have been prepping for this shit for years, if not decades. I mean, I know some older guys, older than me, and I'm not exactly a spring chicken anymore these days. I know some some guys that are old to me that have been talking this way since the '80s, since the Cold War, stockpiling food and ammunition and supplies and making bug out plans and building bunkers and shelters. And it's uh, you know, I'm not saying it has you have to go to that extreme. If you can and you want to, I mean more power to you. If you can't want to and you can't, get back to those side hustles, get get the resources and go buy you a bunker somewhere. I mean me personally, if I get my hands on some stupid money somehow, I'm I, I got a missile silo in the, in North Dakota all picked out. It's decommissioned, it's deep, it's hardened, it's a hard target. And I f- have found blueprints. There's actually a company online that makes old missile silos into bunkers and shelters. And I, I have some specifications. If I was in the position to be able to buy one, I got some special requests. I'm going to see if I can't get them to fulfill, but that's neither here nor there. That's pipe dreams and talking crazy, but it wouldn't hurt to, you know, maybe get some resources together, like storing some various plant seeds that are indigenous and grow well in your region. You know, things you can eat safely. Uh, if you can't go get them at the grocery store, Pick up some books on homesteading, things on canning and preserving food and preserving meats and how to properly, you know, grow and produce food that is going to be safe and how to store food. So if shit really does go sideways, you will have the resources you need to still maintain your your life. I mean, if things really go sideways and go off the tracks, I can see things getting bad, uh, particularly with the current moral state that a lot of young people seem to be operating under these days where they have no real problems these days and they act like assholes when they're confronted with actual real drama and strife and problematic things are they don't have the character or the fiber to come through it in any kind of way. That's going to be good. I, I would, <laughs> I, I've joked about this with people. We're talking about doomsday scenarios and, and post-apocalyptic shit that we see in movies. And it's like, you ever noticed how in a lot of these post-apocalyptic movies, most of the main characters, the survivors, the ones that are actually getting anything done, they're never young. It's just the way these movies are because ultimately a bunch of teenagers trying to cope in a world full of chaotic, apocalyptic shit just kind of rings false because realistically, particularly with today's kids, they, not only do they not have the skills, but they don't have the proper mindset to cope with that kind of shit. When your ego's so fragile that somebody referring to you by the wrong pronoun can paralyze you for a half hour while you have to go sit in a safe space and cry yourself out. If you're faced with some genuine real life or death shit, you're not going to make it through that. It's. And again, I'm not trying to shit on anybody's parade. I'm not trying to say, I mean, I think the whole pronoun thing is stupid, but I have it for my own variety of reasons as to why I think pronouns is putting your pronouns next to your name is a dumb fucking thing for one simple reason. If I know what your name is, I'm not going to be using your fucking pronouns to speak to you. I'm going to call you by your name or your title. That's it. He, her, him, them, they, she, he, it, Z, Zer, whatever fucking other things you want about that. That stuff is only relevant when you're speaking about a person in the third person. I am not going to have a conversation with someone in the third person, so I will refer to them by their name or by their title. The pronoun shit is really irrelevant in a face-to-face interchange. Secondary to that, if I am not talking directly to you, if I'm talking about you, odds are really good that you're not going to be there for that conversation. So why would you give a shit whether you're being mispronouned and I don't want to say misgendered because that's a different concept. But if I'm using the pronouns that you don't feel personally apply to you, I'm not talking to you. I will be talking about you to someone else and you probably won't fucking know. So who cares? It's the whole, like I said, that whole thing, I, I, I've never understood it. I've never understood why people give such a shit about what other people refer to them as. I don't, You know, he, she, they, them, it, none of that shit is relevant, particularly if your name's involved. If your name's not involved and you're just talking about some random asshole that's over there, again, who gives a fuck? And if somebody's going to talk about you and use the wrong pronouns and you overhear that conversation, well, you probably shouldn't really be, you know, ear hustling anyway. But ultimately, why do you give that much of a shit about what words they're using? Why is the quality and what is lacking in your character that someone else using a word, using the wrong, your non-preferred term, not even the wrong term necessarily, but not the one you prefer they use. Why are you so fragile and delicate that that is going to ruin your fucking day? Who cares? I get called all kinds of things by all kinds of people that realistically, if I gave a shit what other people thought might be a little hurtful, but I don't care. I have to respect you before I value your opinion if i and if I respect you, I'm not really going to care what kind of pronouns you're using to refer to me because you've done something to demonstrate that you are worthy of my respect, and that's something that we've lost somewhere along the way. People have forgotten that your definition of self worth your sense of how you exist should not be an external thing it should not you should not need to be validated by other people. you should not need to be told that this is who you are and this is what defines you. And more importantly, you should not be needing that external validation. You should not need other people to conform to your view of the world. Because if your view of the world is so fragile that someone else just saying something different or believing something different can shatter it, it's not worthy. It's not a, I don't want to say it's not valid, but it's really not. I don't want to say it's stupid and wrong, but it kind of is. Anything that's worthy of having should not be so fragile that it cracks at the drop of a hat. We need to get back to valuing things that are going to endure, things that are stable. Fragility and vulnerability are not the same thing. Being vulnerable doesn't necessarily imply that something is fragile and weak. you got to be, and I'm saying this more in an emotional sense, being emotionally vulnerable, allowing people in, allowing people to see how you really feel, that takes a lot of strength. Making a massive show of every emotion that comes through your body and thinking the entire world is responsible for your emotional state is juvenile, childish, and weak. And that's what we need to get away from if we are going to survive the upcoming horseshit that we are all going to be subject to. And I really, I don't think we we got here by accident. People like this are going to be way easier to manipulate, way more willing to accept whatever terms are issued to when the world starts going to shit to try and bring it back into some semblance of normalcy. The people who can't cope with life as it sits now, if somebody says or does something they don't like, are going to be utterly fucked when the shit really hits the fan. And they are going to be so willing to just say, oh, give us back a little sense of normalcy. Make the internet come back on my phone so I can post my opinions on Twitter. And people can tell me I'm right and special. And I will give over every single ounce of freedom and every single choice and every single decision. And I will do whatever you tell me is right so I can have my life back. And it's never going to be the life they want. It's never going to, it's not genuine and it's not going to make them happy. It's going to make them a new class of serfs and we're going to start back the, you know, the clock's going to be reset back 500 years and we're going to be in for some shit. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of the point of this long-winded tirade that I've gone off on is do what you can to get your situation better. Get Get yourself in a position where you can be more independent, where you can be more comfortable, where you can be happier. Work on your happiness, work on your mental fortitude, or do mental gymnastics, whatever you got to do to get to a point where you are not constantly craving other people's validation and other people's opinions to line up with your worldview. Make your own views, your own beliefs solid enough that they can stand up to some, some conflict or some strife or some criticism. Maybe, you know, engage in some discussions, not screaming matches, not arguments, not trying to prove you're right, just actual conversations with people whose ideas don't necessarily align with yours. I know it's a, a, a weird concept these days. I actually do it a lot more than you might think. I, I will sometimes take stances I don't necessarily agree with just as a mental exorci- exercise to make sure what I do actually believe is still valid. If I can argue the other side convincingly, maybe I need to reassess where I stand on something. <laughs> Now, on the other side of the coin, sometimes I just do it to be a contrary prick, too. I'm not going to lie about that. Sometimes I just do it because somebody is being... Even though I may agree with them, I don't agree with how they're presenting themselves, or they're being too sanctimonious, or they're being too pompous. And I'll argue with them just because I feel like they need a little steam let out of their britches, you know? They need to calm down a little bit. Let a few PSI out of their fucking head. But that's neither here nor there. So those those are my talking points for today. Go check out Late Night with Cap. Uh, Go online, find yourself some resources, better yourself a little bit, get a little education, plan for the future. And uh, for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to to com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord. Come and interact, be a part of the show. Buy the merch, support your favorite creator. Or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.